let's see. Hold on. I'm supposed to be talking. I'm trying to figure out what is going on in this fact. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I forgot what I had that set up for. Uh, anyways, uh, warning. The views expressed on this show are not those of any company. This is a talk show that does not represent any single organization. These are idiots talking about stupid shit. If you're under the age of 18, tune the hell out. So, Thomas, we had a guest coming on tonight. What are you guys... Is this what we're going to do tonight? You guys are just going to stare and... Uh, okay, are you we, guys can boy- we can talk now. You're boycotting the show? No, we can talk now. Fierce gaze, 20 seconds. You messed it up. You had your opportunity. <laughs> you could have had your opportunity to have 1.7 million views on Facebook. On I know what you're talking YouTube. about. You're talking about that one dude that we were just watching. And he yes. does like fierce gaze. I, I fierce gaze. For some reason, my internet drops out every time I hook up so the you, HDMI. You so. so wait, are you, do you mean gaze? Like, gaze. like looking? No. Yes. Or fierce gaze? Yeah, but- like... Like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, like... Nope. No. First Gaze. one. First one. Gaze. First one. Yeah. So, you, so, Steph, you you did it because you didn't talk. You just have to, like, white yourself out. Well, I, I mean, that's, I walk around in a whited-out state, so... <laughs> okay. It's like every day. Uh, so, yeah, so, so we had, a, we had, a, we had a, 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 a comedian. I won't drop his name, but he was coming on the show, but then he hit me up. He's all, I just got out of jail, and it's my daughter's birthday. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Hey, priorities, man. Yeah, I man. can get that. Yeah, I, I guess so. It is what it is. Um, but last week we had on, well, first of all, who's here? Tom's here. Tom, he's he's done gazing. Now he can respond. Miss? M- Miss is here. Miss is here. <laughs> and? <laughs> I'm, I'm Stefan. We're, we're talking about gazing again. When, we, when we're talking about Tom, are we talking about? <laughs> no. Gazing like, or gazing? G-A-Z-E. Yes. Oh, so there's a Z in there. Yes. Yeah, I feel wiped okay. out today. You know why I feel wiped out today? Because we decided in our infinite stupidity to have a meetup at Disneyland on a Monday, which was just, that was, that was just stupid. That was okay. a bad idea. You didn't even drive home. It doesn't matter that I didn't drive home. I, my, my butt was still <laughs> kicked. My butt is kicked today. I thought you were going to come out and say that you had the coronavirus because well, if there's anybody on the planet that could catch it. It's you. Hey, probably. Please don't say probably. That. Please don't but, say uh, that. I don't wish it on. I'm not wishing it on. I'm you know who saying. I had a really good conversation with yesterday at Disneyland was uh, Mr. Jeff Reitz. You know who Jeff Reitz is? Not a clue. Jeff, do you know who Jeff Reitz is? Hold on. Let me see if that microphone is. Jeff, who's Jeff Reitz? He is uh, the world record holder for going to Disneyland consecutive days. I think he's way over 1,000. Uh, uh, like yeah, he'll hit 3,000 oh, uh, later shit. this month. 3,000 days. Can somebody have a calculator? How many years is that? four years. No. It's longer. You said how many? Oh, 3,000. 3,000 days in March. Seven years. So hold on. Let me get let me let me get my calculator out so I can do this. There's Tom. There's 365 days in a year, right? I'm gonna so say seven. Three thousand divided by three sixty five. Eight point two one years. So Eight point two years. He has gone to Disneyland parks every freaking day. How long? Now, what's the average? How long does he go for? Does it vary? It doesn't matter. Yeah, he he just makes sure that he pops in. It, it could be just really quick, but he's 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 been there every day for almost. Eight years. Is, is, he like, years. is he like a Guinness? Over eight holder? years. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, from what I understand, what it started was uh, he had lost his job, and one of his fa- uh, one of his friends bought him the pass. <laughs> and then uh, that uh, camera shot on Jeff is it was just phenomenal. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, that's like the ultimate big person's camera. Boobs up, chest up. Oh, I, <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. So eight point 
two years will be is three thousand days. And I asked Jeff, I said, are we having? Are you having a big party or what's going on? You know, when you hit the three thousand days. But I was asking a lot of questions. Like I want to get him on the. I almost talked him into coming on the show. And it's not a guess that. Well, it's a guess that the Disneyland people would appreciate, but it's not a guess that you know everybody would appreciate. But I was talking to him about that, and I'm like, you know, it's like, I think his problem is. Because he said he keeps doing it, and, he, and he's three thousand, almost three thousand days vested into this, invested into it. Yep. And it's like I think one of his biggest problems is finding a good enough reason to stop. It's the handle on the the back, Nate. That the, the actual handle unlocked that, yeah. Um, because it's like you've done it for so many days. Why would you stop? Why would you stop? But in, yeah. in, in order to stop, you need a good reason to stop. Because if you just stop for one day, and it's like, well, fuck. You know, that wasn't worth you it. You ruin everything. You ruin everything. 8.2 years worth and that of work. Could be, and that could be the difference between him having a good day or just walking into traffic. Right, right. But Wait, we don't what? want that. That's just crazy. But like, I kept asking him. And, and That's I, what and you I, take it to, walking into traffic? Well, and I was asking him, I would like, what would be something, like, what's the milestone? What would be something that would give you enough reason to, to stop? stop? And he's like, I don't know. That's a question I ask myself all the time. There is no reason. To stop. After you've gone over 3,000 days in a row, why? Does he have a lady? What's the purpose? Yes, he has a lady. Does he does have a lady. Uh, sometimes, but, you know, this, this She's got to be supporting years. this. I would imagine. I imagine. There's, okay. Not going to lie, though. Like, if my husband, Jake, went every single day, and then one day he was just lazy about not going, I'd probably be like, no, you need to go. Cause like yeah, you've when gone you're that this far, far. Invested. Yeah. like you've gone this far, you just gotta go. You just That's gotta a go. Long time, eight years. And, and, and do you think anybody? Okay, even at three thousand, we're talking eight years, over eight years. Every every day, nobody's Single gonna nobody's gonna day. break that record. No, no, no. you know. And we think uh, like when people find out that I've been to Disneyland uh, about six hundred times. That's like, holy crap. And then you hear about this guy every day for eight years. That's just that's just insane. It is insane. But, I wonder you know. where he like why like what what started well like what popped into his brain that made him decide to say like well because he started on a leap year okay so him he had a friend that was going with him that went the first year mm-hmm. okay and when they went the first year Disney gave them um, like a voucher for a free dinner and stuff like that like Disney took recognition okay, that they cool. did it that's cool um, but 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 it, they started what Jeff is telling me and I got to get him on the show he'll come down he'll do the show um, but but he was saying that. Um, they went on a leap year day and they're like, Ooh, if you have a pass, you get an extra day. And it's and then he, and then him and his friend said, well, it's not an extra day if you don't use it for the other 365 days. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of decided to go for the whole year. And then he kept going. But the thing is, it's the guy. And I asked him, I like what other, you know, he's into diving, you know, and stuff like that. So he does have some, you know, I was trying to like, what would motivate you to leave this to like go on, you know, go to Europe to go diving or, yeah, some, you know, something to a destination. Like a real deal vacation. And um, well, you can't when you go every day. To and he does. Life. He does overnighters, but he'll hit the park before he leaves. And then he'll go to the Catalina, do some diving. Then he'll be back the next evening. Evening. That's dedication. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So I we, think he's got to stop the diving because if a shark bites him, fuck up the whole thing. <laughs> well, that would be a reason to stop. He's got to think about. To he's got to think about the record now. Yeah, it's it's. Well, I, but he's got. But, but who's going to beat that record? Yeah. Yeah. Lander getting chewed up okay, by a shark. Okay, but like, no, even if, even if he went to Hawaii, would that still count if he went to Alani? Mm-mm. No. If he didn't no. go every the, day, the, the, the kicker for him is it's every day at the same theme park. It is specifically at. Disneyland. How old is this guy? Oh, I don't know. He's he's 
Right. I don't know. Approximate. I, I'm assuming he's like 40s. He's in late 40s? 40s. Wow. All right. So let's say he's 45. He has to do this for 40 more years. To what? What does he win? What is Nothing. Disney he just has him? to do you know, it now. You know what's going you know to fuck committed. him up? You know what's going to fuck him up? If they shut the parks down because of the fucking coronavirus. I bet oh. I think you then get it a, is game oh. over. No, I think you get a pass for that. Because that wouldn't be at his own fault. So I don't think he should it get it. It wouldn't be consecutive days. If the park shuts down for any reason... You know, and that, 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 that's, that, that's the other point. He's been there on days where the park is shut down early because of rain and stuff like that, and he had to hit it that morning. You that's know? crazy. So he even has to, he even has to calculate his mm, visits around Just looked weather. it up. He's 47. Well, I wonder how, how say far that again. Uh, just looked it up. He's uh, 47. 47. Okay, mid-40s. I was right on it. But I, I was having a really good conversation with a guy, and um, he, you know, he was there. Well, we were both there because uh, I don't know what I can say about it. I don't think I can give the, any specific names, but I was there. And he was there because there's somebody that's been working on some type of a movie for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll just give that it focuses around the, the, the special days at Disneyland, uh, such as like, the, you know, uh, Tiki Days, Adventureland Day, Mermaid Day. Gay's Bat, Day. Bat's Day, Butt Fucking Day, <laughs> all the days. And um, so, yeah, so I, we were there getting talked to a little bit about social clubs and Jeff is uh, gay days. Gay days, Nathan. That's gay days. Yeah, you sound a little bit too excited about that day. Well, you know, okay. So, no, so, no, not you. Nathan. Oh, Nathan. Nathan, yeah. yeah our engineer yeah. over there. Yeah, Nathan the engineer. So anyways, yeah, Jeff, he's a super cool guy. Hopefully, uh, well, I'll get him to come down here. And uh, we'll, because we had a really good conversation. Uh, it would have been nice if we could have had the conversation behind microphones and let other people listen in on, you know. That's that. a long time, but, but man. It, Eight years is a, that's Tom, a long is, is time. Tom, is it, is it, is it an addiction? At that point, when you're when you're going overnight to Catalina, and you have to stop by Disneyland before you leave, and you have to come back, and you can't go anywhere farther than like I think the furthest you've well, been think, is like you, Vegas. What, what were you doing in 2012? 2012? Yeah, because it was eight years ago. I can't no remember idea. what I was doing a week ago. Well, just it, the fact that I was still living in Boston. There you mm. go. Every day. Yep. It's probably going to Here's my thing. I, but to answer your question, Jake, I don't I don't think I would call it a, an addiction. I think he's committed now at this point. I think he's just he's got so far into it now that he's made a commitment to do it every day. To do it every day. I mean, but what's the I guess hmm. what's the magic number? It, yeah, and that's what they were talking about. What is the magic number? Ten years, uh, like one of his years? friends wanted him to go for 3,333 days, which would end on Valentine's Day. Um, you know, to like kind of like a club 33 representation, but, but, you know, he was talking to me about that. He said, well, that's special to her, but not necessarily to me. Yeah. You know, what, what does that mean to him? And it's he like, he's really like a flat year. He's, years, he's really questioning himself years. on like, what would be the end? What, what is the goal? Like he doesn't know, he can't stop, but he doesn't know what the goal is. It's really an interesting spot to be in. For sure. That's at the end, I think then, Disney's right? probably going to give him some type of. Award. or award or something like that for take his pass for u- overuse yeah so you no, figure he's like at 3,000 days most now dedicated I think he's got to at this point at the bare minimum he's got to commit to five yeah but that's a lot how many years is 5,000 days well, eight years is three 3,000 yeah so, so if you do. go to let's see let me get my calc- my fancy calculator out again 5,000 divided by Huh? 365. I'm ignoring Jeff because I like using my calculator, Jeff. I never get an opportunity to use my calculator. But yeah, it's like uh, 13.69 years. So he only has five more years to commit to this. 
That's insane. Well, he's already done so many. Listen, he's already in three. I know. He's only got two more to go. If you've done it for eight years, would you do it for another five? Yeah. Yeah. Another five so to, another get to, ten, to get to ten thousand days, five thousand days, yeah. five thousand days. Yeah, and it's like these. But numbers if you're like, gonna do five thousand, why not ten thousand? Oh, baby steps, man. Let's get to five for. Five. There's gotta be like, but at, here's my thing. At what point does it become a record? Like when? If does, Jeff it's already gets, a record. It's, I think. All, it's already a record. So we gotta get him in Guinness, and then maybe he can just call it a day. And then you just pick a number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If Jeff gets coronavirus, is he still going to the parks? <laughs> I you think know he is. I think you have to. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going. Yeah. He's going to be like hazmat. Wear a like, mask. My, no, you just go like dress like one of those things from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> 2319. <laughs> <In> the yellow <laughs> suits. The they're, hazmat they're, suits. They're running around now anyways. You, you could pull it off and be all right. Tyvek suits. Like yep. the yeah, used to work for yeah. the bird flu. So anyways, we were at Disneyland talking to Jeff and hanging out. And, uh, you know, I, I, I saw a couple. I saw a couple. You know, you guys. Steph, have you ridden uh, Rise of the Resistance yet? I have not. Jeff, you've ridden it. No, no, you have. I don't see the Tom has ridden it. That early. Nope. Missy's ridden it. Yeah, and I saw a couple, a couple of our friends. You know, they know how to work the system. You know, because they're, we were just hanging out, and all of a sudden, I just see one of them. Their faces light up. He's all, "Hey, I can get four people on Rise of the Resistance right now. Who's going?" And I'm like, that's when you just jump in. I'm like, how the fuck are you guys pulling this? I mean, the thing's been sold out since 8 a.m. It's about who you know. It's all about who you know. I'm sure Disney would probably fire somebody if they found out who was getting them on the ride, but whatever. They, you know, not, my about who you know. not my responsibility. I guess if you know somebody, they can get you on the is ride. It, are you still at Luigi's Frolicking? Yes. Whatever. Yes. Rise of the Resistance is the exact same thing as Luigi's Rollicking Roller Coasters with a Stormtrooper thrown in there for good measure. It's the same ride. You're just... Okay, so wait, you know, like it is what it is. was the little hydro... No, he said no, 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 the new the, one. The, the, the new the one, with the, one with the dancing cars. Oh, it's the same okay. thing. That's what it is. That's, that's what the ride is in its entirety. And uh, maybe I'm just saying that to get the, the lines to go down, but, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> Do you think they ever get past where they're at now with this boarding group thing? I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to take I a think long that's time. Gonna, you know, until they're not selling out the whole day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the boarding pass system will continue until but, they're not selling out the whole day. And you legit have to get there at rope drop. You have to be there like you have to be there at rope drop. Yes. Well, let's just say this happened January 17th is when they opened up. Or March. And we're in March. We're almost two months in. Mm-hmm. Right. But yet, tell me how Cars is still two hours. You know Cars? Even though I don't have passes. But Cars, you, even for fast passes for that, if you're not in there and getting a fast pass right when they open, you're you waiting in a really long line. Yeah. Because those fast passes and so And so I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a whole other lawsuit that's coming against Disneyland right now. And it's, been, it's, it's the newest lawsuit. And this newest lawsuit is claiming that the people that use the DOS pass, which is the disability access system or something like that, uh, that the people that use the DOS passes are having to wait in line longer than people that just walk up to the ride. And so they're, they're saying that's their premise for it being that's unfair. That's their convenience fee, though. And they're, they're, suing, they're suing Disneyland over this. So uh, I had best intentions to run a little test on that because I, I hang out around with a lot of disabled people at Disneyland that have DOS passes. And uh, we were going to do a little test, but, you know, we started having a couple drinks at Sonoma and... Uh, we, 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 we recorded the intro video to make it happen, but then we never got anywhere from there. Then I ran into Jeff, started talking to Jeff, and it was, it was all downhill from there. You know, um, but, you know, there's other guys that have that, that, that serious addiction to Disneyland. Like, who, what's the name of the guy that's ridden the Cars ride, like, thousands of times? Does anybody know his name? Anyone? No. Anyone? No. Bueller? 
Bueller? But you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, uh, Not even a little bit. Well, I don't know why those wire. Oh, there it is. Okay. Now the wireless mics are on. Um, yeah. I don't know. Steph, do you think you have a Disney addiction? No, I wouldn't say it was an addiction. You don't say it's an addiction? No. Mm. I enjoy going, but not an addiction. I'm not addicted to it, no. No. Tom, you don't have a pass anymore, so you obviously don't have a Disney no. addiction. But I miss it, though. I'm not going to lie. I miss it. I do miss yeah. it. I, do. I like Disney. I, yeah. Yeah, I li- but, you know, I, I will tell you, no lie, though, I, I did get frustrated towards the end of having my pass because it just, it was never enjoyable other than it seeing people. It was never enjoyable to go because the lines were too long or half the, ri- half the rides would be closed. It, maybe, you know, Star Wars has cleaned that up a little bit. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, the parks are as dis- as busy as they've ever been. I mean, Nate, do you think the parks are? I mean, how's how's your experience at Disneyland when you go um, with with the with the parks and the capacity and everything that's going on right now? Uh, I think you're there the most out of all of us here. Yeah, I'm usually there every sun. Usually there every Sunday, uh-huh. but, which is the worst time to go because that's. Typically, when it's the busiest, because all the right. passes are usually it's still open. a weekend, and, and the passes are still open. Yeah. Right. Um, I we went Sunday, and it uh, DCA was jammed because uh, the food and wine festival, and then we went Monday to meet up with you guys, and the park was way less crowded on monday on monday yeah i mean it was a nice day for us on monday i mean to be there at the parks on monday even with the food and wine festival open at california ventures it was a good day to be there we didn't really ride anything did we we just rode that one Incredicoaster. we did Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. yeah yeah that's it ah you know food and wine festivals in full swing at california ventures miss you did get some like uh, little tidbits of food there from the food and yeah, wine festival i got the um the shrimp tacos and they're really good but they weren't tortilla they had no tortilla yeah, they, they've got Pikama. some fucking they weird were really food good. going on, man. Those were really good, though. You know, I got this. I got this chicken and waffle like taco, Tom. Yeah. And they put and they put those. What are those Benoit balls? No, those are things that go in your vagina. What are those little balls? Uh, boba. Boba. They, it was it was a chicken on waffle with like sweet boba balls on it, and I was like. That sounds awful. But you sound. But, the it, but there's a lot of emphasis on when you talk about balls. There's a lot of emphasis in your All voice. All right, you got to take it and make it dirty, don't you, Tom? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's just like you you don't you've, you've got to make it dirty. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. How come when I do it, it's I get yelled at? <laughs> You're not getting yelled at. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not getting yelled at. Uh, so yeah, we were at Disneyland yesterday, and then we're back here today, and then what else? I mean, what did we do anything else this weekend? Was there anything else uh, this hot weekend? going on? Yeah, there was nothing going on really. No, I went to no. Disney two times this. Weekend. You went to Disney two times. Yeah, you're Disney. You're Disney. I am a Disney holiday. She's Disney-aholic. going. She's gonna. She's chasing the three thousand. I'm chasing yeah. the three thousand. Do you have any motivation to go there for three thousand days in a row? No. That just blows my mind. It, the, the whole the whole scenario with Jeff and him going there 3,000 days in a row, I mean, I don't know. It confuses me. It confuses I, could, me. I couldn't do it. Even as much as I love anything, I don't think I could commit to that. Yeah, it's eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Well, well. But my, see, I guess my question would be, when, when did you decide, okay, you know what? I'm in. I'm in for the long haul. Like, I think max I could do is like a month. And even then, I probably would give up. Halfway yeah. through, I know when I go when I go to the parks for like five days in a row, I am done. I want to get the I want to get the hell out of Disneyland. I'm yeah, over but you're it. there like I'm over open it. to close. Yeah, five days, not just popping in for like a churro. 
That's true. And I, and I think about that if I, if I live like next door or something, but I, 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 don't, I still don't think I'd have the motivation to try and be there every, every day. If I went, it would be for meals. For meals, <laughs> like just I'd to like eat. yeah. I just want to try like one of every single. Just so you could say, Charles, Charles wants to know if there's any ride at California Adventure or Disneyland that we have not been on. No. Oh, I don't think so. Mm. I have um, not been on Snow White. Well, I mean, there's some rides. Really? That they're, they're, no, you've never been on Snow White. Not here in Cal- in Florida. Really? Oh, dude, nope, you gotta get on. on That's Snow one of my White favorites. Here. I mean, there's a couple rides where that were like I can't. You've ride. never been on Jellyfish. The jumping j- jelly yeah but i think don't isn't there a weight limit or something no on because jump- you have to go with your uh, adult has to go with a kid if the kids okay i've never that, ridden that's why jumping, i got on it jumping jellyfish and i've never ridden the um the um the the, 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 the well the rope slide that the rope slide that's in uh the uh we're too big for it we can't ride that but oh yeah a what maybe jumping jellyfish is the you Probably. know but i think i have ridden that with some kid I mean, not that sounded completely. <laughs> Some kid, not in a Michael Jackson kind of way. Was, not in a Michael Jackson kind of way at all. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I've ridden. Maybe not. Maybe the, if there if there's a ride that I haven't ridden there, it would be the jumping jellyfish. What ride can we knock on? The, uh, it's the it's inside ride, of the, inside the of wilderness Redwood. area. Inside of the redwood. Yeah, but that like whole thing is a ride. Like, so if you go in there and climb the ropes, you've gone on it. No, because there's that little tire swing thing. Oh, mm. like the zip line? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, like, Nate, I, uh, I don't even understand how you can go, like, every week. I mean, you because you, on average, you probably go once a week to Disneyland. E- yeah, yeah. I uh, think yeah, that would be easy times. to do. Well, if I back, had the in the, time. back in the day, like, three or four years ago, I was going about three times a week. It was when the gas was really low. I would go on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. That's a lot of time at Disneyland, Jeff. Yeah, well, like, what the hell now. would you do? Huh? And what the hell would you do? Just get on my favorite rides. Me and my kids after like a stressful day at work, just pick them up, just go to the parks. Well, I guess it's one thing. If you're going with the kids, that's one thing, you know, taking the kids there. I mean, but the, I mean, honestly, there's no ride at Disneyland except for the new ride that I probably would want to ride again. But like I sit here and it's like Space Mountain, ah, dude, wait, you know, there's nothing there that I'm like, I, I really need to ride this again, again. I, like. I think it depends on the reason why you're going. Like, I'm waiting for my granddaughter to grow up a little bit. Well, see, that's a different reason to yeah, go. Yeah, so I can, like, experience all these things and live vicariously through her eyes that I've done a hundred million times already. Well, I, I can tell you for sure that the main reason that I go to Disneyland is for the people that I hang out with there at Disneyland. You know what I mean? That, that, that's why I go. It's, it's you know... See, I, I don't me, think it's for the rides. Every time I go, there's certain rides I have to get on. Uh, Haunted Mansion and uh, what's the name? Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Mm. And even I can wait for Haunted Mansion to just mansion creep at the end of the night, and I'll be good. Really? Yeah. Nah. Mm. I just have to have a brother Thelonious. Yeah, now they're fucking cracking on me about talking about riding the rides with some kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you have one gaffe on this show. You say one thing that's just a remotely, slightly, you know, where it can be taken as a double meaning, and these motherfuckers in the comments start jumping all over you and getting getting into your your shit. And it's the one guy that Missy's wearing. Miss, can you can you show your sweatshirt that you're wearing right now? What is that? 
It's hidden. It's hidden. But you're supporting the motherfucker that's cracking on me in the comments. <laughs> no, he's our sponsor yeah. for tonight's show. Oh, is he? No filter is <laughs> yeah. our sponsor for the show tonight. According to okay. the, the comments, he sent 10 pizzas. No filter. He sent what? He said he sent 10 pizzas. We'll see. Yeah, if he don't know if where we're at. If he's, he don't even know where we're if at. If he's telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah, no filter. <laughs> I got a no filter sweatshirt. I wear it. I like it. Mrs. has got one. I guess you can check him out. Nofilter.com. That's our friend Charles. Charles, uh... He likes to talk shit about me on the comments where we're wearing look, his shit. I just ordered 10 pizzas to be delivered to Ah, the he's show. full Enjoy. of shit. He is full of shit. That's how he sponsors. us. He doesn't us. even know where we're, he doesn't even know where we're at. He's been here. Hey, listen, it's not. No, he, he hasn't, hasn't been here. He doesn't know the physical yes, he address. Has. He's been here. He's oh, he been, has? He has yes. been here. Yeah, he's been he here. He has oh. been here. Well, well I, I'll hold, I'm not going to hold my breath until <laughs> those uh, pizzas show up. Speaking like, of holding um, my breath. cheese with pepperoni. Speaking of holding my breath. So so the coronavirus and all this shit's going on around, and you're at Disneyland, which which to me seems like a hot pocket of Constitution for diseases yes. uh, would be Disneyland. Yes. And I hate to be racist. I hate to be that guy. But man, I almost passed out because every time I pass an Asian person, I was holding my love, breath. Do you really hate to be that guy? I hate to be that guy. Do you really? Love? I really hate to be that guy. You don't enjoy it at all? No. Not even Just a little bit. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was getting lightheaded walking around that park, man. And the Asians are there, dude. And the Asians are wearing the face mask there at Disneyland. Like they know that it's fucked up. And they're there, full face mask, walking around. And then all the white people are avoiding all the Asians as they walk through. You know, maybe that's the way to get on the ride a lot faster. You just go in there with like a sneezing with a face mask on, an Asian face. Everybody will get out of line. Yeah, everybody get out. I, would, would you stand in front of an Asian sneezing on you in line, or would you well, say you can, go, you can go ahead? Sneezing on me physically, sure. Uh, you, you know how Asians are in personal space. They don't give a shit about personal space. They get right up on you, right up on you. But they get the masks mm. on. They're wearing the mask. You mean to tell me if an Asian walked up behind you in line for a ride? Yeah. And they're sneezing and they're wearing a mask and they're right up on your back. You wouldn't say, hey, you want to go ahead and go ahead of me? No, that's what throat punches are for. And Tom, you're not going to throat punch an Asian. If they <laughs> were sneezing on me, I would. Mm. Well, no, I wouldn't do it at Disneyland. Mm. But, not at Disneyland. But somebody sneezing on you? Yeah. That I think that warrants a throat punch if somebody sneeze like mm. and doesn't like try to cover up the sneeze. I'm not even worried about the Asians. Though. But it's but it's getting bad out there. I I see everybody I'm posting. About the old I see everybody posting that you know Costco's sold out of water. They're sold out of toilet paper and paper towels. Those are the three things: paper yeah. towels, toilet paper, and water. Call me back okay, when they're zombies. Okay, but here's the thing. Does no one wipe their ass? Does no one wash their hands? Apparently does no don't. one drink water? Apparently because... it's not a normal routine. <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. I've how, seen how a does... lot of dudes walk out of a bathroom without taking care of business first. Dude, yep. how, how, does, how, does, how does coronavirus and toilet paper coincide together? Clean hands. That way you don't, don't have to worry about running out and having to go out and be Yeah, so what they're, okay. it's because what they're All saying right. is... They're prepping. prepping, so like you'll well, have it? No, they're, they're, that's not why. They're saying because you should have enough supply, like canned food, um, toilet paper, napkins, water, meds. They say you should try to avoid going to the store, so you should have at least up to two to three weeks worth of supplies at your home so you don't have to keep going out to the stores. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're basically telling people to shelter right. in place at this point if they can. <laughs> stay mm-hmm. in, stay indoors. Martial laws. They next. did. They, yeah. they, the CDC came out and said that if you're at like six, stay home. If you don't have any reason to be out in the public, let don't me go ask out. you something though. Truthfully, yeah. Because I keep hearing the whole fact that the fucking flu is worse than this damn coronavirus and is really only affecting people who are over 65 with horrible immune systems. Like, how is this literally affecting us 
in comparison to like all the other shit. Well, I'm glad on. you said that. And everybody remembers Dr. Drew, right? From Love Line, Dr. Drew, he's had, you know, TV shows about addiction. And he had something. Love Lines, man. Yeah, yeah. He had something very specific to say about the coronavirus. Here, check this out. This is on TMZ. So I wanted to ask about coronavirus. Yeah. So I'm really pissed at the way the press is reporting coronavirus. Okay. Here's what the headline. Here's the headlines they're saying. The headlines are, oh my God, there's tens of thousands of more cases than we knew. There's so many more coronavirus infections. The headline should be, in spite of there being many, many tens of thousands of more cases, it's milder than we ever knew, and only 300 people have died. Worry about the flu. That will kill you. I think that's way worse. Influenza is more like, way more likely to kill you. Way more. Get your flu shots. Is that right? In spite of this being milder and more spread. Widespread than we ever knew. The press is misreporting this, and it pisses me off. Still, only 300 dead in so, China. Well, I don't know what the current death rate and that's is. Ten thousand people infected. So tens of thousands. Tens of thousands, tens of thousands and tens only of thousands. a few died. Right. That's what the, that's what the headline should be. So you're saying that the press? I, I'm saying the press is, is is way overblowing this thing than they should. They're making hysteria where people that are working on infectious disease, that are epidemiologists, CDC, they need to worry about it. They'll let you know when there's a problem. There isn't a problem right now. They need to contain it. We need to do a good job no, at that. No, it's about, not going to be a pandemic. We like, won't know when there is a pandemic because the press will be hysterical over every little outbreak that we we have. Right. Now, what do you say about people going out there want to buy masks? They can do as they please to protect themselves. That's okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. They don't need to do that. Does it do anything, though? Does uh, it really help? Wash your hands. Clorox on all the surfaces you touch. Much more important. Much more important. Yeah. All right. Thank you so all much. Right, see you, Good Take to see care. you. So Dr. Drew, he's you know he's an expert. He knows what he's talking about. But he says like the flu is way more likely to kill you. And he's the you know this whole coronavirus pandemic nonsense. Um, he says you know you're more. He said he said he recommends get a flu shot. I ain't getting no flu shot. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's because you have personal knowledge of what a flu mm-hmm. shot can do to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'll you. you I think you actually may be the only person in the history of the world that got a flu shot. Well, uh, Andy and wants to talk on fever. this. Andy's Asian, and he's probably offended because I was saying that I was holding my breath around Asians at Disneyland. Let, let me get Andy. Andy, I'm going to call you on Facebook Messenger, and let's get you on to see what you have to say about the freaking flu vi- virus. Well, well, hold on. You guys talk for a second because my computer's being stupid. Oh, new message. Andy, See I won't give his last name. The whole Costco thing. How many accounts does motherfucking just, Andy have? I honestly think... You have to look at the picture. It's one to him and like his girlfriend. It's literally crazy okay. to think like all these stores are running out of stuff that what you should already be buying. Before? Yeah. That you should have already been buying in the first place. <laughs> what were they washing their hands with before? But here's my like, thing. You when buy- I go buy hand soap, I don't buy one. I buy like 20. And we buy the big... like. <laughs> Okay, I've got Costco my I've got my Asian expert on too. the phone. My Asian expert, Andy, are you there? I'm there. I'm here. What's going on, guys? Okay, okay so what do you have to say about whatever. this coronavirus that's uh, that your people are bringing to my people? <laughs> okay, first of all, is it weird that that like even if I didn't know Andy, he still sounds Asian to me? <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy can't shake that Asian that, that Asian that Asian dialect that he has. Yeah. The Asian he, he, dialect, huh? Yeah, that one. Okay, so Andy, what's, so what's going on with your people infecting my people? Okay, so this is the truth, okay? okay? The real truth is that the coronavirus does kill, okay? And yes, it might not be as much as uh, the regular flu that we get here in America, but like, let's say for let's say for whatever reason we didn't blow this out of proportion. Let's say we didn't make mass hysteria. I feel like this is a first world problem. People are complaining about I can't buy toilet paper, I can't buy toothpaste. Dude, there's people over in Vietnam that die every single day from not having like from not having regular food, and people in America are complaining about not having toilet paper. 
Like what I'm basically trying to say is if we didn't blow this out of out of proportion, nobody would care. And then this would become an, an epidemic. It would become a pandemic if we didn't make a big deal out of it. Does that make sense? What I'm no, saying? No, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense because I'm seeing people, dirty ass motherfuckers that have never washed their hands in their life now singing the ABCs at the sink and fucking, <laughs> you know, you're going to take a leak at the club and you got to wait for like 10 minutes to wash your hands as every motherfucking cholo is over there going A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Uh, well, yeah. So by, by Andy, but let's get let's get to the root cause of this. I, I heard because, you know, your people are known for eating fucked up shit. And I heard that yeah. like eating bats and bullshit was uh, to bring this on. You got anything to say about that? When's the last time you ate a bat? Uh, last time I ate a bat, I'm not even kidding. I probably had one like when I was a kid. Like I think I was 14. I was in get Vietnam. out of here. No, I you, swear. I was in Vietnam with my folks, and my folks. Uh, we were. Where were we? I think we were in Da Nang. Do you Do you know where that is? No, I okay, do not. <laughs> da Nang. Okay, yeah, yeah. A, that's I heard Vietnam. That's all Vietnam War shit right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So much okay. news. A big well, thing a, back then. Da Nang. Da Nang. All right. There's a small city in Vietnam called Da Nang, right? Yeah. And if you go into the jungles where it where people don't really have running water and there's not really like grocery markets, you know, you eat what you have on hand. What if it crawls and it squats in the mud, I can eat it. Fuck that. Basically, that's what, they, that's what they're saying in Vietnam. So, but from my understanding and the public health uh, officials from America and even China or whatever it is that's that wherever this disease is uh, coming from, it's not from that. It's not from that. Okay. It's not from that. It's All a right. big rumor. It's a big time rumor. If you go on CNN, Fox News, like uh, uh, BBC, which is like a, a non-biased, they're not Democratic and they're not Republican. They even speak on it. You okay. know, like those. those well, I got a question for you, Andy. Who eats more fucked up shit, Mexicans or Asians? Because Mexicans Asians. will take like all the leftovers. They'll make tacos out of eyeballs and brains. And no, I'm, not, Asians, I'm not fucking 100%, around. 100%, dude. Asians, 100%, dude. Yeah, there's 100%. This, I've been see, I don't know why, but the, there's these videos that keep popping up on my Facebook timeline of this little Asian chick that he just eats the most random shit, like sea cucumbers. That's your cousin. He said my cousin. Oh, no. My favorite one is the little fat kid who yells when he wears the glasses all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's good. My nephew, right? <laughs> Who's the chick that was eating the live octopus and it just snatches yeah, to her face? Yeah, that's the same one. Is that the same yeah. girl? Yeah, that's the same girl. Yeah, she's eating yeah. like this, like sea cucumber, and it was like it was like its defense mechanism is like to squirt shit at you. Yeah. And the thing was alive. I've and seen she's, a bunch of videos. And she's like that. fucking biting it, and the thing is just like juicing all over her. No, no, <laughs> yeah. pass. Hey, they're Andy. doing it for the clout. They're, they're doing not, it for the clout. Re- they, re- they don't really eat that shit on a regular. They do it for the clout. They go online, they post videos. Like, you know how in America, we they had those kids that were eating Tide Pods. Remember how you guys did a, a yeah. show on that? Yeah. yeah, Same shit applies. But Chinese people, Asian people in general, we feel like, oh, we need to up the ante. What can I do to make this more fucked up? Okay, so Andy, do you see people looking at you different, like, differently lately with the corona? Are you walking around in a, one of those masks right now, or are you not gonna do that no dude i'm not gonna fucking do it okay because I'm, I'm gonna speak on that too okay so the face mask problem is this okay the face masks that we see everywhere right like yeah. the ones that we see in china the, the basic ones the surgical right. masks right they don't they don't do shit for 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 like a regular person like a healthy person like me and you jake yeah it won't do shit it's not going to protect us from the fucking coronavirus now let's say that someone is sick they have the coronavirus or they have like a fucking flu 
you want them to put on the fucking face mask. That's going to protect everybody else more than it's going to protect you. It's going to limit the sense? spread. It's not going to help you to not get it, but it's going to help the spread of it if somebody already has it. Okay, I got what you're yes. saying. Yes. All right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so, I trust you because um, you're Asian and you have your pulse on the Asian community. Hey, what's the most fucked up thing that you've ever eaten? Is the bat the most fucked up thing you've ever ate or have you eaten something worse? I've, eat, I've eaten worse like because, you know, like what I... could be I, worse? I'm dying to find <laughs> out. What could be what's worse than a bat? I've eaten grubs that have came out of like a wood stump in the middle of the jungle. No, oh. I think the bat's worse. Oh, the bats. You th- I, I, I don't still think, think so, the bat's worse. I don't, I don't think so, know, the, dude, grubs, the grubs were literally still crawling and they were still alive when oh, I put it in my mouth. And what did that, what did that oh, no. taste like, Andy? It's like chicken. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to describe. It's, it's more of, uh, I'll, it's not really the taste that bugged me. It's the, the fact that when you bite down and it pops and then everything is uh, that's what's gross. Uh, mm. No. Mm. Don't touch your face. It's, it's like, like a squisher. Candy. Yeah. I mean, it's a squisher. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, it's don't like, touch your so, face. Okay, 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 Andy. So it's like a poor man's gusher. Uh, more like an Asian man's gusher. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. For any woman who enjoys giving head, it's perfect. It's right up there, alley. Yeah, I got to break them in, right? Yeah. Hey, Andy, is there, any place, is there any place in L.A. where you can go get bat and go have a bat for dinner or bat soup or however you guys eat it? I don't think so, man. Are you at work? I'm what? Did he just die on the show? I'm sorry, hello? Oh, hey, hey, is there any place in... I don't know. Where are you at, first of all? Are you at... I'm not going to say where you work. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm off the clock. I'm at home. I just got home, honestly. Yeah. So I'm just relaxing. And then I scroll, uh, was scrolling through Facebook, and then I saw, you know, you guys, and I always try to share you guys and watch, because I think you guys are awesome. You yeah, know, hey, always support you guys. Put, put up that comment down there. Somebody in the comments said that they've ate dog. Andy, have you ate dog? Karina Fina? Karina I Fina. can neither deny or confirm. You've eaten dog. Is, Damn. That means yes. That means that means that's a hard yes. yes. Who is Don't Karina Fina? Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll speak on it. You want me to speak on it? Or yeah, not? yeah. I want to know what it tasted like. And then we'll block okay. him afterwards. <laughs> okay. So I think I was like probably eight or seven, and uh-huh. I went to Vietnam with my parents. Right. And I had sat down, and we were all eating food. Like, uh, have you guys ever seen, like, uh, Chinese food or Vietnamese food? Like, we kind of put everything in the middle, and then Family we kind of have a bowl of rice, and we pick up the stuff in the middle of the table, correct? Right, okay. So there was, like, this, this, this type of meat, and it was just sitting in the, in the middle of the table. So I was like, oh, like, you know, chicken, whatever, I don't care. So I picked it up. I ate a bunch of it. I'm not even yeah. kidding. And then I looked at my auntie and I was like, oh, that's such good chicken. She goes, that's not chicken. And I was like, uh, what do you mean it's not chicken? And she goes, uh, that's it's fighting. dog. And I, it's dog. And I was like, what do you mean it's dog? And I was like, and she said, don't you remember the dog that we had this morning in the house that was running around? And I was Stop like, oh, playing. no, they're joking though. Like they're messing <laughs> no, with you. You made I, a friend with okay, them and then ate them for dinner. Like I sw- let me, I'm gonna okay. So that Missy, so that you believe me, you gotta remember that my my aunties and my uncles live in a third world country where there's no food available. Like my uncle and my auntie, they live in a small village in Saigon, and like when they want to go get food, it's like, oh, I gotta get on the fucking motor, I gotta ride out 50 miles to the closest <laughs> supermarket. Shit. Yeah. So like well, you know like I, whatever's on hand you know whatever crawls that's fucking dog mud, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> well, I see that's the thing. That's the thing, and that's yes, what I was gonna say. If I was starving now, now, now we we're, we're in America and they try to have no Barbecue, kill no kill bold, shelters, no, no kill shelters and stuff nope. like that. Dog but, kebabs, nope. <laughs> hot dogs, <laughs> but they try to have no kill shelters. But don't you think it'd be better for society? Like if instead of like it just killing them and burning them at a shelter, fucking make them into a hamburger. 
feed the veterans? I mean, why why are we so people? why are we so opposed to eating dogs? Because they got a fucking personality. Kyle's got personality. We we. I, I'm I gonna block every just, single one of you motherfuckers Your wife's right gonna now. put antifreeze in your food. It's taught to us. That's why. That's the only reason. It's we do that. It, the only reason why we don't eat dogs in America is exactly right, Steph, because it was yeah. taught to us not to eat dogs. Yeah, dogs. You don't dog eat dog. Dog. Who the fuck said that? Who who made this rule? I, mean, I, I did. never heard a rule. I never heard a rule. There was there's That's no official rule. rule. My that says I cannot eat a dog. I'm pretty sure in the 1700s they were still fucking dog They're, up. Yeah. What about cats? Yeah. Are they, off the, are they off the table because no, cats eat are because cats are assholes. I think cats I are nasty. I don't even like cats, but I would never eat one. I wouldn't eat one either, but, but they're cats assholes. Re, 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 um, cats are assholes, man. I I don't know if I would they're eat one by because like Egyptians. I, I would feel eat like one, they're dirty too. But they're assholes. They're nasty. I think cats are filthy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think you would have to determine how hungry you are before you say you won't eat anything like. I would just See, eat plants. That's that's what. Yeah, but like, how long can you live off of greens? A lot of people how do. Long? Forever. Forever? Yeah. yeah there's, no, people that, like, there's people that are vegetarians. That people don't eat meat. I will become very vegetarian before I eat a what fucking dog. When, okay, so what happens when shit like, say the power goes off across the country? I guarantee you. I bet you. Like, I, the, I bet the you. There's a time calls for it. Like you. There's a time where you either gonna I fucking starve. You, I bet you. There's a time. Be- I bet you. There's a time before we die that food is gonna get to the point where dogs are gonna be way more common as being ate. But I don't know, man. I think that it's. I think that it's the type of dog because in Vietnam, it's like the type of dogs that they consume and they eat, like the ones that we used to sell, like in the stalls, like you know, like at the at the open food market in Vietnam. Yeah. It was like a type of dog. This you know, like it wasn't like your dog, everyday but... like. Like I know Missy has some really cute dogs. Like I have some dogs. Like I'm not talking like oh I'm gonna go down down to the 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 Vietnam supermarket in Vietnam and go get like a golden retriever and bring it home and slice its head off and eat it. What's a good, you know? for, what's a good breed for eating then? Please enlighten me. Um, no, like I, to be honest, like it's, it's in Vietnam, it's really illegal. It would be extreme. Like it's very inhumane what they used to do in Vietnam, but they would breed certain types of dogs. And like with breeding comes a lot of issues you know like people don't talk about that either but when you breed dogs they kind of come out with deformities and they're not all there and they're not really smart whatever the case may be but i i don't even know what type of dog it is like it's they're usually so you're like basically really eating unhealthy dogs and then that's unhealthy food well karina so Fina you might as well not eat them is never allowed in studio because that person said dachshunds are the tastiest, <laughs> and my dog is a dachshund. And so, so is mine. Fuck off. You can't come to my Yeah, house. no. I think Karina Fina is just uh, going for shock factor in yeah, the I comments. Think so. I, I think I think we're getting trolled by Christina Fina. <laughs> they, Karina they are Karina Fina. Whatever. Yeah. Go Karina Fina. All right, Andy. You know, I used to see you all the time, but now you got a girlfriend or fiance or whatever it is. I never see you anymore. What's going on with that? Are you Honestly, married? man, I, I I never I never said anything, but I uh, I got promoted at my job recently mm. uh, last year, and I just dude. I've just been kind of busy with work, and real life okay. sucks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So, Welcome to the rest of your life, brother. But congratulations, man. Yeah. 
All Thank right. you, man. I appreciate it. All I'm right. well balanced in life, so I, I, I'll take this over my social life any day. If I can pay my bills and have food on the table, I'm good with that. Yeah, Weird. it's not a dog. Okay. That. All right. Well, that yeah. was Andy on the phone. Right, hey, Andy, Andy. Andy, hold on. Hold on. We got another question. It, it's for me, you. Jeff. Yes, yes, I just yes. want to know how come you blocked me. <laughs> oh, oh shit. God. Oh boy. Here we oh, go. Oh my god, man. Dude, I want to see. I didn't know until I couldn't see your comments right now. That's why I was asking. He just found out right now. I just found out right now. <laughs> it's Jeff Braganza from uh, Voodoo it? Crew. Voodoo Crew. Who All did? right, bro. I'm going to speak on this too. Jeff, I have oh. nothing but respect for you. I've never, I only talk to you and I only say hi to you whenever I did see you. Yeah. I don't see you no more. But I'm going to be real with you, dude. I just kind of had to distance myself from the Disney community because like, I'm going to be real. Okay. Like some things went down. I did some things. I said some things that, you know, I'm just going to put it on the fucking table. I said some things that weren't fucking true. And I'm going to oh, be a man about it. I forgot gonna, about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You I'm don't have go, to keep getting no, we, don't, we, don't have to go all, we don't have to go in all that, dude. The best of bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know exactly basically. what you're talking about. But but yeah. so so you kind of you kind of just you kind of felt so bad you still and just have a disconnected. That's just old news, dude. We have completely forgotten about all that shit going yeah. on. Yeah, Do no, you, you don't have you don't have to block no. me, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's not that, Jeff. It's just that I distanced myself from the community, and I just felt like you messaged me in such a fucking, like, like, you were so, uh, like, you were so on fire. Like, you messaged me like, bro, why the fuck did you unfollow me? And I was like, dude, it's not I a big deal. I don't even remember that. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm getting some this while I let these two duke it are out. Wait, are right. you getting hurt over there? Yeah, because I'm about no, to block Jeff right now, too, on my Facebook. Let me block Jeff. Jeff, I just want to point out that Andy didn't block me. Uh, he didn't rock me either. <laughs> me either. Because Tom's fucking cool, all right? Tom's yeah. a Bostonian guy, dude. Tom's mm. a Bostonian guy. I got to fuck with him all the time. Mm. He ain't even my friend on Facebook. Mm. <laughs> well, Oh, Missy, you don't even miss me. I feel like you don't even like me. No, she don't like you, you after you said you ate dogs. dogs. Yeah, you lost. I don't like you. <laughs> you, dude, you ruined any chance of a comeback when you said you ate dog. Mm. Well, hey, I'm honest, man. I got to be honest about this. this but, stuff, you know, in his defense, I'm, he was eight. He was eight. He was a little kid. He didn't know what it was. Mm. I still don't care. Yeah, well. <laughs> he, but, but it was good, right, Andy? It was good, right? The meat was good. Yeah. Wow. It tasted, I'm going to be real right now. It tasted kind of like chicken. Like, it, it was, it was, it's a really, Everything it's really like gamey, mm-hmm. but it tastes like chicken. It's, it's really it tastes like weird. chicken with a very cute personality. Yes, yeah, sure. Why not? It's food, okay. is food man. Let, right. me, let me let me put it this way: If you guys haven't eaten in a week, or not even a week, I don't even think you can live that long without food. If you guys haven't eaten in three or four days in Vietnam, and this little this little dipshit dog walks past your house, nope. I don't know, man. That dog is going to start looking a little delicious. Man. Well, I mean, dog, I mean dog. I mean dog. I dog before I die of hunger. That's for t- you saw that movie Alive. Alive, where the I soccer got- team goes down in the Alps, oh, they start eating, eating each other. They're eating each other, yeah. For the record, hunger will make you do ass. some fucked up things. <laughs> yeah, they started, they started with the ass. First. Started with the ass. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, all right, guys. I'll let all right, you guys Andy. go, man. I gotta get going too. All right, take it easy, man. Andy, Later. Right, guys, Bye. guys. Later. Good night. Later. Okay. Well, Andy. Andy That's eats our, dogs and bats. That's our Asian mm. correspondent on the street. Yeah, that was our 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 cheek on the cheek in the shit. No, I can't say cheek. Well, you already did. I was trying to think of something that would rhyme, like a. Man, all I could think of was chinking the sheets, but that doesn't really work. Well, anyways, uh, Andy, yeah, talking about eating dogs. All right, well, you know, uh, I miss, you would rather die than eat a dog. Yep. 
Because at that point, let's be real, who's really going to survive after that? Well, if you're to the point where Do you dog, see what I'm saying? dogs are an option, that means grocery stores are long gone. Yes. That means canned food is pretty yeah. much null and void. So at like that you've point, reached the point where... Like, everyone's going to die eventually, so just stop. I would still stop. eat the dog before I just die. Nah, wow. if, if, we're sit, <laughs> if we're sitting on the ranch and we're trying to hunt rabbits, like you would eat rabbits, right? Um, we got all kinds of rabbits by the house. You know you what? eat rabbits. I ate a rabbit once and I was sick. Rabbit's delicious. Is I it? literally I was so sick. I still remember it as a kid. My great-grandmother used to cook it. I remember it. Yeah. It was good. Mm. Tender. And for the record, Andy <laughs> gave me the yellow card. <laughs> so I can say chink. Nice. I got it. I earned it. The yellow they, card. Oh, man. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say, they actually say that the next big protein source for humans might be insects. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard like uh, like protein in them, like cockroaches or something like that, or just insects in general because crickets and uh, crickets, grasshoppers. Yeah, because it's it. They're they're very. I can't believe you guys ate them shit at the green friendly. Rogan Rogan did a whole thing on that. Fucking crickets. Oh, yeah, that's what I ate. Yeah, we ate a, I'll eat a fucking crickets. cricket before I eat you a You know the crickets? Dog. The crickets taste like sunflower seeds. Yeah, they really do. The that's because they're just seasoned with all the salt and all the other shit that well, goes with Well, don't they it. have freaking like chapulinas or something? Like, isn't that like cricket tacos or some shit? Yeah. Like, probably. 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 I've had cricket. It wasn't that bad. Tacos? It was good. That's High true. in sodium and stuff, but I'm sure it wasn't I'll that bad. I'll eat that I before eat I eat a dog. Okay, so today... I'll barbecue the fuck out of a dog before I ate a cricket. Steph's hey, you no know longer welcome to my house. Nate, I can't pull <laughs> I'm it. I'm saying I love my dog, but. I can't pull up that video. He but eats very well. Nate, do you have that video of that Biden gaffe today? Because uh, since today is voting, this is Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. The primary is going on. Nate's going to try and find it. But you guys see like Biden here recently? It looks like Bernie God. won the state already. What state? California? California. Did he really? Yeah, wow. I just said right now. Hold on, I gotta get the volume up for this I'm because not surprised it, about let's that, see. Uh, can you rewind it? Uh, this is so great. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, Fox, Fox reported. Here we go. Play it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. <laughs> we hold these truths to be self-evident. Self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Like, this I right here, going a loop. This reminds me of what Sean would sound like if you slowed down his speech. Hold on. Mm. Wait a minute. Hold on. Can hear. you pull that? Can you put that back up? <laughs> well, what the fuck is going on behind Joe Biden with those eyebrows? I don't know. Do, do they have the video? Can they see the video, Nate, or is it just the audio? Only the audio. Oh my god! Okay. There is, have to there play is a girl. Here. Can a you woman, put that link in, in, in the comments again, and I'll see if I can. Uh, I'll see if I can get it again. There is a woman work. standing behind Joe Biden. She looks like she wants to eat Joe Biden. <laughs> she looks scary as shit with those eyebrows. <laughs> Anyone here go vote? I did. Who'd yeah. you vote for? You know what's funny? Hold you on, hold on, hold on. You let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me let me talk about let me talk about Your this real quick. Let me counted. let me talk about this I real know. quick. Because I went in to, to vote today and they gave me a libertarian uh uh, uh you know sheet. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, what was pretty amazing was looking at that sheet and seeing three of the guests that we've had on this show for presidential nominees. There was Max <laughs> Max Abramson, 
mm-hmm. Dan taxation is Steph Berman mm-hmm. and Kim Ruff were all you know they were there were three of the you know ten names or so that were up I there. I still the, would have voted for her for Kim Ruff and she dropped out. Yeah, Kim dropped out, but she's oh, like she did? she's she's the media director for Vermin Supreme right now. Oh, she did. Really? Yeah. She was like well, I voted most, for like, her right in the like she everything she said just resonated very well. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. Kim, Kim, yeah. Kim it's had her cool shit to together. Have gay marriage, and it's cool to have guns. I like, didn't know, I didn't know she did, but I did vote for her. In fact, they gave me a, a Republican thing, and I was like, "Well, where's her name?" So well, instead, I just put write it in myself. Kim Ruff. Kim Ruff. Yeah, Kim. Kim was Kim was good. Max, Dan, the taxation of Steph Berman. I voted for Dan, the taxation of Steph Berman, because he was a little, it was only Max, Dan, and. Well, Max and Dan were the two that were left that are still in the running that have been on the show. That was the guy with the big yellow the hat. The big right? yellow hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That doesn't even live in America. Herman. He lives like down in Mexico or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the one that got naked on camera. Oh, no. That oh, was Max it. Abramson, and we never told him. Okay, so we can, oh, we, we can talk about this now, right? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can bring it out now. We okay. can let him know now. Well, so, too late. So, you already did. Yeah, so Max Abramson, who is running for presidential candidate of the Libertarian Party, <laughs> you know, he called it, he's in New Hampshire, and he and he was, well, he just dropped out of the Libertarian Party as a whole because he's got a beef with it, but he was the highest-ranking Libertarian uh, uh government person in the country because he's a state assemblyman in New Hampshire. So he calls in and he does the show and we've got him on the video and um, you know, he, he I guess he wanted to keep listening to the show after we got done with this interview but the thing he didn't realize was that, that his camera was on. And so we're doing the show and I can still see his his little screen down there in the corner of the show and if you guys listen back to that interview, we just start uproariously laughing in the middle of the show but we never said why and the reason why was Max still had his camera on and he was changing clothes and in front of the camera. Oh, he wasn't so getting close. He was getting that. naked. <laughs> so he got, he got down to the draws, man. Yeah, that's down what we did. To the it, it was pretty funny. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, well, I wish we could have played that video of uh, Mr. Biden, but it, it, it is what it is. And uh, Biden just screwing it up again. I mean, Biden is really, he's hes 77 years old. Don't you think 77 is a little too old to be in touch with Americans? Yes. And Bernie Sanders is older than that. How old is he? 78. And how old's Trump? He's old as fuck, too. I don't know how old yeah, he is. Yeah, he's in his 70s, too, 74. So I just think it's like president. all men and women are created. You know the damn thing. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what that paper says. I don't says. even have to tell you. Yeah, I don't. You, you, you know, you know the rest of that shit. Yeah, but that's, that's the shit that I do when I play off and I start forgetting shit that I should. We these truths to be self-evident. So all men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. You know the you thing. Know the thing. Tell me he doesn't remind you of Sean in like thirty years. But he, but even when he said self evident, I mean he play play it one more time. What is yeah? You have the video up now, like they can see it. No. Oh, no, damn. But but listen to him say self evident. It's like he's drunk. <coughs> Go ahead, go ahead, play it, play it one more time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Self, self-evident. Self-evident. By go, you know the, you know the thing. Yeah. <laughs> See. Oh Here, man. Here's, here's my thing. But hey, is 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 that crowd unproportionately? Like that, that crowd is placed by him on purpose. Like they, they handpick the people that are behind him. Steph, would you agree that that, that those people standing behind him are handpicked? Of course, because they all keep a straight face the entire time he was doing this. Yeah. They were just very supportive. And he was in Texas. Of his. They actually got every black person in Texas to stand behind him for that speech. Pretty, all, all five right. of them. All five of them. <laughs> all right. Well, um, in, in, in lighter news, 
In lighter news, uh, the Pope came out and admitted that the clerical, the priest, abused the abuse of nuns and using nuns for sexual slaves. Wait, Tom. that's lighter news? This is the lighter news. <laughs> this is the lightest shit I can find. Wow. We went from eating eating dogs to yeah, we're priests ripping now. nuns. Yeah, we're, we're coming down now. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if I want to read this story, but Pope Francis has admitted that clerics have sexually abused nuns, and in one case, they were kept as sex slaves. Are we surprised at all that the Catholic Church is still fucking? No, but I mean, you know what? I gotta. I gotta been fucking boys for years. But I gotta applaud is it a him though. Surprise! They're fucking girls now too. I gotta applaud him though. He's not. Well, they at least he's he being, hiding he it. He is not hiding it, and they're just coming out about it and not trying to hide it and lie about it. It's terrible. It, but at least they're yeah. But what's the being truth. done about it? Well, that I don't know. I don't know, but at least he's acknowledging. I think it is a step when he actually acknowledges the problem instead of just like, I mean, because look what they did with all the little kid thing and the little boy thing. I mean, they swept it under the rug and they just moved priests from, yeah. from, from parish to parish and just, That's you know, just new, uh, new choices. At least he's coming out. But what are they going to do about it? They got to do something. Yeah. Do you, do you really think, I mean, none of us are like hardcore Catholics in here, but you think it's time to lift the ban on like priests being married? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it was silly in the first place. That's not the nature of the beast. It is not the nature of humans to be abstinent. I don't think so either. No, I, I think if they choose to be. If they choose to be, no problem. But I don't think thing. it should be, no. you know. Yeah. But I don't think it should be a forced For, uh, thing. Forced on them. Forced on them. Well, yeah. that's, if, if, that's, if they're choosing this life, then it's not forced on them regardless, right? Because they're choosing to be priests or they're choosing to be nuns. So it's a choice regardless. Yeah. It is a choice regardless, yeah. Mm. Okay, so I got a uh, uh, this week's edition of Am I the Asshole, Tom? Oh. All right. Yeah. Been a minute. We've been doing this one for a while. Yeah. Is this a girl uh, or a guy? So this is basically where I'm going to read a story, and you, the listeners, or us here, need to determine whether or not the person in this story is an asshole. This is called Am I an Asshole? So here we go. So my brother, he's 25 years old and has been dating an American-born girl to an Indian parent since last year, to Indian parents. Okay, so she's an Indian, she's an American-born Indian girl. First generation. She is 23. Her parents do not like their relationship because he's white and would probably prefer her to find an Indian man. He has been trying to gain the parents' approval, but failing, and from what he said, they continue to shrug him off and actively exclude him if she tries to bring him to her family events. He needs to be a doctor. Mm. That's the first step. This has annoyed me because my brother is one of the nicest people I know. In the meantime, I propose to my girlfriend, and we're sending out invites to everyone. <laughs> I came to the difficult decision that since his girlfriend's family will not accept him, we will not accept her. Oh, shit. He's not I, inviting the girlfriend. He's not inviting the girlfriend. I talked it over with my girlfriend and told her how strongly I feel about this, and she agreed. I think that's fucked up. I didn't want to spring this up on her, so I asked his girlfriend if we could meet up, and I sat down with her and explained that in good conscience, I could not invite her to our wedding if her family cannot accept my brother. And I essentially boiled it down to, if they don't want my brother, we don't want you. Damn. Shit. That's stupid and childish. I told her she will be banned from all of our future family events until something changes with her parents in regards to my brother. She got upset about it, and this caused a huge divide in my family. 
My brother obviously is against it, but I wanted to do it out of support for my brother. Other relatives agreed this was the right thing to do. Dicks. But I've been seeking judgment from outside my family to gain a clearer perspective if I was being an asshole in making this decision. Now, just to clarify, to all the posters that I am not doing this to punish her or her family. She still hangs around her family a lot, and given that her family is disrespectful to my brother, I feel that makes her toxic, and I do not want toxic people at my wedding. If she disowns her family, then she can come to my wedding. That's fucked up. Total asshole. He's a total He's asshole. He's a fucking asshole. One hundred percent asshole. I think that's universal across the board. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I I get the gist that he's trying to look out for his brother, but it's not her fault that her parents are like that. No. 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 And you can't it's hold also that. His brother's life, dude. Yeah, and you can't yeah. hold that against her. Mm. I mean, it's not that, her fault that her parents are. I mean, we there, there's all kinds of uh, of families that won't let you know they're they're you know all kinds of different races out there. Indian, I guess, being one of them, where they don't want their children to marry outside of their race, and that's old school, that's old fashioned. But I get it. I but you can't hold that against every her. Every race on earth. Steph or, just said it though. If he becomes a doctor, nah, I don't think so. He's oh, good. I think so. I, I think a so. hundred years ago. Oh, hundred years ago. Yes, yeah. oh, but not years ago. now. Fifty but today. years ago. Not, but today. Not today's. Yeah, if they come from other countries, if they come from oh, other countries. Well, I think it's. I think it's more. Born here. It's a I think it's more thing. prevalent. But with Americans, but every culture. Well, because Americans are born here, so right now we've been mixing around for, you know, a few hundred years, so it's not as bad. As it used to be, but even here, fifty years ago, it was, so it was, it was no. It different. was. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah. So I think the people who come from, from other, other countries, countries here also still have those same standards. Yeah, because that they're they behind. bring here with them. Yeah, but I agree with Steph though. If the bro, if if that if homeboy becomes a doctor, he's in. I don't know about in, but maybe they'll recognize. He'll get it. Him. He'll get it. He might get a foot in the door. Like, oh, he became a doctor. Yeah, yeah you can might put help. Your dick in my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tip, though. <laughs> White boy. All right. One more. Am I the asshole? Okay. So we all agreed that that guy was an asshole. Totally. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, the Indian was girl's fault. No, no, he was, no. Just being he a was dick. definitely okay. an asshole. All right. Here's am I an asshole number two. I'm posting this at the request of my teenage daughter. I own a restaurant and employ around five girls that work most nights. The employee in question, we will call her M, has been working with me for six years. She is my senior employee and works six nights a week. She is an excellent and reliable worker. I even make her temporary manager when I can't make it into work a few times a year. Last week, during the night with myself and two other girls, M got a call from her brother saying he had accidentally left their four-year-old sister at home by herself. And he and their parents... I don't know where they were, but they couldn't make it back for at least two or three hours. <laughs> what Shit. the fuck? A four-year-old? You mean a you couldn't go back? <laughs> so, of course, my employee, M, panicked and told me that she had to leave. I initially was hesitant, <laughs> but M wouldn't stop begging and even offered to not receive payment for the hours she had worked this week. What the fuck? I accepted. The not payment thing? I accepted then, and she went home to look after her sister. When I told my daughter what had happened, she was shocked that I had agreed not to pay M. My view is that M was the one who wanted to go home for the family emergency, and she even suggested not getting paid. 
My daughter called me an asshole and stubborn and a few other words. I have punished her for them. An employee of mine wanted to leave early because of a family emergency. One and said she didn't want to be paid for the week. If I let her leave early, I accepted her offer and my daughter is calling me an asshole. Okay, so... I mean, this is obvious. She's guys. a fucking She's an asshole. I can't even believe people think this way. I can't even believe they think this way. Yeah, I'm she's, gonna, she's, no, she's worse than an asshole. She's a cunt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to... too far? Did yeah. I take that too far? Yeah. yeah they, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's the only way people know. say shit like that. So I figured <laughs> yeah. I, I'd relay my feelings that way. No, nah, come on, man. That's like, really? <laughs> and especially knowing what the situation is. She's got a daughter herself. And she wouldn't, you know, yeah. four years to, old. to the point where she That's had to beg. Fucked up. To, yeah. Problem is, who leaves a four-year-old at home accidentally? By a- anyway, like accidentally. Who, yeah. yeah, yeah. How does that happen? It's like, oh, by the way, I, we can't go back, and we're three hours away. We didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, my boss would have to suck my balls on that one. <laughs> I gotta go. And there'd be no offer. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't go. even be begging. I would just that be like, be no bye. I, I don't feel good right now, so I'll, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I got sick days. Don't fuck with me. I'll hit the, the labor board on your ass. The fact that she had to beg to go. And the fact that she didn't pay her, that's, that's gotta be illegal, right? It has yeah, to be. Did you just yeah, pay? Oh, you can't not pay. Can we for can we talk about the Simpsons predicting? I saw that. I think you passed it. Yeah, that one. That Is was that fake. Really news. True? That, that was fake. That was fake. Pre- oh, that's fake. Yeah, there oh. was there was a meme that was going around that was kind of viral, and it was said in 1993, season four of episode two of the Simpsons, uh, that the newscaster comes on and it says coronavirus on the screen behind him, and then everybody's dying in the episode, but. It comes out that it was uh, it, it was fake. It didn't say coronavirus in the original cartoon. It said something else, and I forget what it is. But it was not coronavirus. That was, somebody, was something it? that somebody photoshopped. It was something else. Apocalypse. Um, something. Oh, yeah, apocalypse. something about cats or something like that. So yeah, it was yeah, bullshit. Apocalypse meow. That's right. Okay. Um, well, I don't know if I should put this up, but uh, hold on. Just, 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 Tom. Let's just take a listen to this real quick. For what was found on his home computer. Hold on, let me rewind it real quick. About the mature content in this next story. A Grand Rapids man with a history of sex crimes is back in prison for what was found on his home computer. 45-year-old Joseph Gobrick says the images police found were not child pornography. He says they were protected by his First Amendment right to free speech. 13 on your sides, John Hogan has a closer look at the Kent County case that started nearly two years ago as an endangered persons investigation, John. Well, that's right. Joseph Goldbrook argued that his drawings and computer images did not constitute child pornography. Now, during a recent court appearance, he even compared his felony child porn convictions to the horrors of Auschwitz. I am always been an eight-year-old girl, and even my drawings and fantasies, I am always an eight-year-old girl. Bizarre statements in a case that was unique, to say the least. Joseph Goldbrick was arrested back in 2018 for child sexually abusive material found on his home computer. Now that came amid an investigation into a runaway 17-year-old girl from Ohio. He had a minor runaway in the house. During a search of Goldbrick's home on Pine Avenue Northwest in Grand Rapids, police recovered child pornography from his computer. Gobrick contends it was not real child porn, but rather computer animated. And Gobrick says he identifies as an eight-year-old girl. I can't believe that dude is 45. There are adults having sex with me in an online forum. 
as an eight-year-old girl. Kent County Assistant Prosecutor Dan Helmer says more than 50 illicit images were on Gobrick's computer. They included actual victims known to police. But that wasn't all. Even during the trial, the defendant continued to draw drawings, um, provide them to me, saying, Goldbrick represented himself at a November bench trial. He said his activity was protected by the First Amendment. And he said he did not abuse children. I would no sooner have sex with a child than you would with a rattlesnake. It's just not safe. Judge Paul Denenfeld found him guilty of child sexually abusive commercial activity and using a computer to commit a crime. Uh, reality is that Mr. Goldbrick... Uh, uh, not just engaged in this conduct, that he obviously doesn't think that child uh, sexual abuse of material is wrong. Denenfeld sentenced Gobrick to between 10 and 20 years in prison. This isn't just virtual stuff. This is also real people uh, that are being... Uh, okay, so the bottom line is this motherfucker tried to get away with like saying that he identified as an eight-year-old girl, and that was his justification. And his other justification was that it was computer-generated drawings. It wasn't real girls. This is the flip side of that whole I identify as whatever the fuck I feel like. Right. You know, this is this is this is this this is what we are leaning towards in our future. That's so how do you stop it? Where do you draw the line? Weirdo shit like that going on. Yeah, the whole identifying okay, thing like, of like you know we, you know we had we had Kitty Demir on the show last week and we were talking about this and we we're talking about kids and all this other kind of shit and uh, we were talking about woke parents and, and like kids identifying as whatever the fuck they want to. What I don't understand is, Steph, if you have a kid right and that kid wants to eat only wants to eat Skittles for every meal, what do you do? What do you mean? What I don't feed them Skittles for every meal. Right, but you don't have a problem saying, no, that's wrong. We're not going to do that. You're going to eat normal food. Correct. Yeah. So why is it by the Skittles? Why is it the sexuality? <laughs> why is it that sexuality in the children is like unregulated and untaught? Like if your child is doing something that could be potentially harmful to them. Okay. And I'm not saying gay is going to be harmful, but as a parent, like if your child wants to do something stupid, like if your child wants to sit around and watch porn on the TV, you say, no, junior, you're not going to watch porn on the TV because nobody wants to be chastised by their fellow man for making mistakes in their quote unquote parenting skills or just being a parent. Like everybody everybody wants shit. to be, everybody wants to be their, their, their kids friends. But, but, but what I, what I see across the board is when it comes to kids, sexuality is like, there are no restraints. If little Johnny who's six years old and he wants to wear dresses every day, me as a parent, I would be out of my place as a parent to say, Johnny, you're not going to wear a dress because that's not appropriate. Now yeah, all of a sudden I'm an standards, asshole though. Yeah. By whose standards, but see, it's the people mm. that I happen to disagree with like this, you know, there's a limit. Keep kids out of it. Do what the hell you I'm want. I'm not saying, I, I'm, I'm a kid that grows up to be gay, that's fine. But what I'm saying is in the child rearing ages, when we're talking like, you know, 12 years old and younger, you know, if the kid starts doing stuff that is not appropriate to their gender, you step in and you stop it. Now, if they make that move later on in life, that's, that's different. But like I'm saying, it's just like, just like a parent would stop their kids from eating Skittles for every meal. If your five-year-old boy insists on putting on a dress, you say, no, that's not appropriate. Eating Skittles for every meal is not appropriate. Wearing a dress, if you're a little boy, is not appropriate. And you just instruct them and you go about it like normal. But like, is that really that bad of a thing to do these days? To put some type of regulation on your own children? Depends on who you ask. I wouldn't let my kid do shit like that, but that's just me. Maybe I'm old-fashioned that way. Maybe I care but is that, a lot is that about really old fashioned? It's parenting. Yeah, it is. It is. These because I, I believe I believe a lot of sexuality is taught. 
by what they see around them. That's how kids yeah. learn that they absorb yeah. their yeah. surroundings yeah. of what's and going and on. It's, and it's and, everywhere. And, and little four-year-old Johnny doesn't know that it's not appropriate to him being a male to wear a dress. Mm-hmm. And it's not the end of the world, but he doesn't, he doesn't know. Maybe the, maybe the dress has a lot of cute, uh, are, are, are awesome colors on it and everything, and it's way better than his rough skin jeans that he's wearing, and it looks just more appealing. But what I'm saying is, as a parent, you, stop, you step in there, and you say, oh, you want some colors? We'll get you some bright colored clothes, but you, you don't I'm, wear dresses. I'm not going to talk bad about someone else who chooses and decides to let their kids, like boys, dress up as girls in dresses and shit like that. I, know, I might not talk shit about you, but I might not agree with you either. Like, I'm not going to let my kid do it, but that's your kid, and you get to make that choice. Those are your decisions. Just know that my right. kid is not going to be wearing no fucking dress because I think that's the safe thing to do. But it's this part, part of it, being a parent. It's you part just, of you know, the, it, that's what I'm saying. It's part of the parenting yeah. process. You let them grow, but you also, you know, yeah, parents you have to be- corral them in from time to time because kids like. But I think what he's they're, saying they're, they're is, crazy. but what I think he's saying is that people aren't corralling their kids. They're, no. they're afraid to say that that's not appropriate. Yes, because they're afraid of being chastised by other people. Who gives a fuck what the other people? I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I agree. Do. That's they why care. they don't. Do, I, Some people in this world give a lot of shits about what other people think. Yeah, but other people, you got to. I mean, I, I agree. I agree that that is probably the reason why they, they want to be the woke parent. They want to make sure that they're doing it by the book, that they're they not going to get. Be the cool they're not going to get criticized yeah. by Becky the feminist at, you know, whatever tomorrow at school. They, they don't want to get the flack. They want to just make sure that they're not stepping on anybody's toes. But nobody the thing is, is you're label. a fucking parent. You got to raise your kids. Well, here's the, here's the thing. And so it's par- nobody else's fucking business. So parents run in, in circles depending on the community you live in. So if you, let's say little Johnny, your son, goes to little Billy's house. And little Johnny comes home and go, hey, we played dress up last night. We dressed up in Billy's sister's clothes. Yeah. You going to let your son go back over there and stay over there again? Nah, son. I, I, I would sit down with my son and I would say, <laughs> nah, I would say, son, it's not happening. I would say, I would say, listen. You can't play with Billy no more. Yeah, I'd say, listen, 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 buddy. He's um, my best friend. Sorry. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I would actually probably say something to the parents too if they were aware of it. You know what I mean? I'd but, be like, "Hey, if my kid's coming over, you know, you guys can do that on your own time." Don't talk to your kid. Your okay, but here, let, let's up the ante. Now you're good friends with the parents. Okay. So now you got to now you got to potentially jeopardize the friendship. Doesn't matter. Your kids are more but important. That, but that but there are parents that put the their friendship friendships over the over children. the over the be- what's best what well, they be- what they are right, let me rephrase that not what's best what they believe is best for their children and that is a fucked up priority system from the get go and that's part of the problem and that's what the problem is that's they like, don't know oh. how to prioritize because believe me your kids are more important than your fucking friends I just think the whole point of being a parent is to to prepare your children for the things that are going on in the world as they grow up and they learn about what life is really and also to help protect them from said dangers in the world. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying like, (laughs) I don't want to be seen as like some fucking weird gay bastard or some shit like that. I'm just saying like as a child, if you allow your child to make those type of decisions, then you also will allow your child to have to deal with the consequences of said decisions when he's not even old enough to, you know, wipe his own ass. At six years old, like they're, you know, like, they're they six. don't know. See, see the, the thing is, yeah. it, the thing is, streaks in they, have to, they have to have a foundation of what is appropriate and what is not, or what is stereotypical male behavior and what is not. At four, five, six years old, they don't. E- they haven't even learned that no. yet. They, they learn don't e- from what they see from your parents. They so don't why. know what the stereotypical 
behavior of a male is if they're a little boy or a little girl. You know what I mean? So that has to be taught. And when, when little Timmy wants to put on a dress at five years old, you don't take him to the doctor and try to figure out ways to chop his dick off. No. You just say, little Timmy, yes, that's cool. Yes, that is a very, that is a very colorful dress. Gone, though, and, but, but this, Timmy, this isn't what you wear. Um, that's, for, that's for girls. That's what girls wear. And you wear, you know, these shitty clothes that got <laughs> holes in the knees and shit, Timmy. And I know you don't look as cool as when you're like, dressed up <laughs> all, as a fly drag queen, but that's just the way it is, Timmy. And, you know, and so we're going to make you, we're going to put you back in your khakis. And we're going to have a good time. Is that okay, Timmy? Yeah, okay, See, Dad, that makes that's good. sense to me. And I'm then, old school for the fact that we're like, dads take their sons out and teach them how to work on cars and teach them how to go well, shooting yeah, and teach them how to, yeah. to go. Yeah, it's few and far between. It still happens. But, but not, not very as, often. Not as often as it used to. You know? But then you have, the other side of the, you have the other side of the equation where parents maybe had a boy, but they really wanted a girl, or they had a boy and maybe really wanted a girl. So and they baby. And they start to do things to kind of alter try to alter the child and how the child identifies because we've well, seen we've seen that too well i don't know then it's time to have some more children so what do you yeah, do what I do you do know. in that scenario <laughs> well the, the, the thing is, the, the, that's just parents being stupid yeah i mean that's just a parent but that being but that selfish happens, but that, yeah but that that's happens a parent being selfish and then the unfortunate thing is the, the kid doesn't know any better and they ultimately pay like steph said there's consequences to the things that we allow our kids to do at their decision making. Listen, when you can pay bills, you can make the decision. I don't, and I don't, even then, even if you're in dude, my house, it's still it's these still kids are still, killing still themselves for being bullied. Yeah. Yes, they're yeah. murdering themselves. They're jumping off of buildings. They're taking pills. They're hanging themselves. Yeah, it's it's a problem because they can't take the shit that's going on. My thing is, it's like as a as a parent, you have to take partial responsibility to that because you have to help prepare your kids for the way that shit's going to really be. Right. Like when they're kids, it's okay. Yeah, you want them to have a wonderful childish life and they can, you know, dream big things and play with toys and do all that shit. But as they start to grow older, you have to, that's your, that's your job as a fucking parent is to prepare your child for the moment when you're no longer here. When you're no right. longer here to give them the wisdom that they can't pick up anywhere else. That's what your, that's your job. As a fucking parent, to teach them how to be good people, how to be caring people, how to be wonderful people, but also be able to protect themselves, to not take any shit. You know what I mean? Right. Right. We got to start taking responsibility on the parents level for these kids doing this shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Your kid wants to dress up like a little girl, but you have to sit your kid down and say, hey, listen, Jimmy, I know you like wearing dresses and that's cool. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but... There's going to be a lot of people in this world who do not agree with you, and some people are very ignorant. Maybe they'll get physical with you. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll try to harm you because of your beliefs and, and how you feel about things. But you're really going to try to explain that to a five-year-old like that? Well, it depends you on the kid. No, though. you don't. That's why you tell your five-year-old, fuck that shit, you're not wearing dresses. But you can have that there same conversation That's with your kid about. when you're like 12, and they can understand the levity of what's going on. You know, that it just... As like he said, as a parent, when they're five years well, old, yeah, you like tell them, "Fuck no, you're not wearing a dress." I'm sorry. And then when they're twelve, it is a different discussion. And and then I, that twelve would be a perfect time to give those ramifications of what yes. you know. And then I would say, "But uh, listen, 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 Michael, uh, you're twelve years old, and so right now you're not going to wear a dress." And when we when no, you, be when, yourself. Wear a dress if you want. They're twelve. Be yourself. Oh, you're going to let your twelve year old wear a dress? Yeah, let me. At twelve years old, you you have an idea. 
at 12. Hey, you want to wear a dress? Uh, Just know at, at that. At 12 that, years old, you can tell them no, and they will have that dress in their yeah, backpack and put wear it, in the it whenever they want. School. No, at 12 years old, I think they're old enough to decide you want to wear a dress to school or not. But just they have to, you have to be able to help them to understand, like, hey, if you do this, it's going to change everything. People are going to see you completely different. I'm not saying you should not be yourself. I'm saying prepare for the consequences of being yourself. When it comes to and see the thing, the, the, the other thing they have going on now is you have twelve year olds at that age. They're being influenced by so many other kids at school that there's that outside influence that has crept in in on them. That you, it's not just a, a five year old that at home only being influenced by his family. Um, you know, there's so many outside factors that could start influencing a twelve year old yeah, teachers at that time. Other students, other students, friends. peer pressure, peer pressure. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I don't know. I don't know if I would be. I, a 12-year-old still, I I don't know. Tom, yeah, would you I'd let like, your 12-year-old, would you tell him the consequences of how he's going to get treated and stuff but still let your 12-year-old? I think it would be worse for the 12-year-old to having to go through those emotions. And like, yeah, you want your kid to be himself. And yeah, you might know that your kid's gay deep down inside. But do you really want your kid to go through the stuff that he's going to be called or named at that age? If he's strong enough to handle mm. it. But you at that age, he's a choice he has to make for himself. As a parent, you have to be there to, you have to make sure that you're there for your kids no matter what. Because if they, they know fall. that you will not be supportive in any way, that's putting them into a bigger depression because they think they did something wrong with you. I want my kid to be able to come to me and talk about anything My kid's going to private school and homeschooled and never leaving until they're 18. No, you do. You want your kids to be able to come to you and talk about anything. No, any, you do. No, no, you taboo definitely subject do. when it comes to your children. No. Because the moment they feel like you can't talk to them about something because you're getting angry, because you're getting pissed off, because all you do is yell and talk shit, there's a moment where they won't come and talk to you. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mean outside, outside counsel no, from no, someone I get it. who doesn't love them as much no, as no, you No, no, no. I get it. You know? And, I guess I was just raised differently. Well, see, so nowadays I, it's uh, we have a totally different situation because... We come from an era of non-social media when we were in high school. With us, it was like everything ended at 3 o'clock. That's it. You didn't have to deal with it until the next day. Yeah, we had now to face have, our demons, though. Yeah. Because it was the kid at school who used to fucking trip you when you were going to the fucking lunch. Or, mm-hmm. you yep. know, it, like it was that kind of thing. Nowadays, yeah. you don't have to You deal with... I don't know if that's better or worse, though. Well, I think mm. the consequence is different now because yeah. people don't handle it the way well, we handled it. Well, it made us strong, stronger people, though. Yeah. But we handled it ourselves. Like, we just, you just we fought. We didn't have you, a choice. You, it you was just in your fought face. and it was done. But today. Either or you ran from it, yeah, depending you, on who you were. Or you fight today, you know, you risk. That could be a life or death situation now. Well, Tom, 12 years old, your kid, little Billy. Wants to go to school in a dress. Do you allow that to happen? I think I, I'm with Steph on this. I think you you have to sit, you have to embrace what it is, and you have to sit down and discuss the consequences of what could come of doing, you know. Yeah, they're 12. They're not what, five. What that decision, you know, you support it. Because the reality is, like, at 12 years old, they're going to do it anyways. It's like, well, fuck that. I'll just stick it in my backpack, and I'll do it anyways. Well, they have but, a better understanding of yeah, life. But yeah, but where, where are they getting the stuff from? But then? you have to understand, well, if let's friends. say they got, yeah, friends. Fuck, but yeah. At 12 I, years old, we were already smoking weed, drinking. Like, we were hanging out. <laughs> See, See I, I don't I think. I don't, I, school. Maybe it's different because I went to because a private I, school. I bring, at 12 I bring, years old, I was bringing all my sister's makeup, her Aquanet, just so she can get ready at school so my mom wouldn't kick her ass. Yeah, but okay, but so. I see I'm I'm on a different boat. Maybe I am more old fashioned than you guys because 
I don't think that if that same 12-year-old at the same time wanted to eat Skittles for every meal, I'd say the fuck you're not. You at know? 12 years old, they're, under, they're, they're old enough to understand how sick they're going to get. And if they're going to eat Skittles, because they're going to, like you said, they're going to eat them, whether you say yes or no. That's, no kid listens at fucking 12 year old. There's a difference between physical harm of like. God, I did. Razor blades did you really? Yeah. Really Fuck no. At 12, no, I was not. so rebellious. Hold on, hold on. Shanna, say that again. Everybody's talking so over there's you. There's a difference between, hey, Billy, you can't eat razor blades every day for the rest of your life. I know you want to, but it's bad for you. You can't. It's physically harmful. Or, hey, I'm going to wear a dress. No, you're not. Okay, I'm going to go wear a dress at school because you can't see me there. <laughs> There's a difference. I, get, I think I was just raised differently. I went to private school. Like well, maybe I, I was extremely I know, sheltered. I know that when I was, I don't know. When, when I, I was, was a, when I, I didn't was, have a voice until I was 18. When I was 12 years old, okay, there's there's stuff I, that I wanted to do that my parents said no, you cannot do that. Like when I was 12, I was taking dirt bikes to school, and I did not want to come home after school. I wanted to go with my friends up in the hills, and we wanted to ride around until it got dark, and then I wanted to come home. And guess what? My parents said, "The fuck you are." <laughs> after school, you're coming home. And I'll tell you, the difference was is if I didn't come home after school, and I just did whatever the fuck I wanted to, my, ass, my was ass was getting fucking beat when I got home. Yep. Yep. And so I had fear of my parents. So for me to say that at, at 12 years old, oh, I'm just going to do it anyway. The fuck I was. I was not going to just do it anyway because there was repercussions. to, to if I did not do what my parents told me to do at 12 years old, there was going to be a physical repercussion. And so guess <laughs> what? I did what my fucking parents told me to do 90% of the time. But, I, but well, at the same time, I think about when I was 12. I didn't think about the things that these kids are thinking about today. I don't know if it's just because it w- it's obviously it was a different time, no social media. You, it, you whatever was on the TV is what you watch. It was nothing. It wasn't just a, a constant flow of information and things. But I just didn't think about those things. Like I didn't think about saying, "Oh, you know what? Today I think I want to wear a dress today." I just knew, like for instance, I'll tell you, like here's the story. Like we, like when we were in like junior high school and high school, we could boys could not wear shorts. Right, we were not allowed to wear shorts to school. You had to wear right. pants, but the girls could wear skirts. And right. I had a teacher say to me once, "Well, if you want to wear shorts, if you want to wear shorts, <laughs> wear, come a skirt. To wear a skirt, and that will be allowed." But in your head, you're like, "Fuck that! I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Why would I do that shit? I guess I'll be hot." Yeah, you did. All my but friends t- are gonna but talk I shit. will They're tell you today. Today, if you said that same thing to some boys out there, they'd go, okay, okay. Fuck it. I'll wear a skirt because I don't want to wear pants. But I think you guys are giving 12-year-olds way too much credit. These kids are still picking their nose and eating it when nobody's looking. You know what I mean? No, no, no. They're not the fu- they, not they everybody's 12-year-old. Just my 12-year-old. Your 12-year-old. My 12-year-old. Not, not yeah, your 12-year-old no. or, or her 12-year-old or his 12-year-old. Just mine. Just yours. I'm only responsible for my own child, not for everybody else's children mm. or I'm kind of like I go back and forth make. like I, I think you have to set you, you have to set boundaries you have to have and it's one of those things where okay and I, and I do I do believe this that I believe that you should set some boundaries now if the, if the child keeps pushing that boundary and it's like well Mikey's going to turn into Michelle and I'm, I'm pretty much aware of that then you know we've got to we've got to change direction here but in the initial like the initial the 12 year old says hey I want to wear a dress to school no you're not wearing a 12 uh, dress to school you're 12 years old you're not wearing a dress to school that's well, not what boys I do before I even told him no I want to know why first. Well, I okay. I, well, I, we'd elaborate a little bit more. Why do you want to do that? Yeah, like why? Okay, what, what's what going makes on? You, 
Who else is wearing dresses at school? Oh, uh, Timmy the drag queen. The then you're not drag friends queen. with He's Jimmy no more. <laughs> well, yeah, and my parents did that. No my more. parents yanked me out of school because they found out that one of my friends had a Playboy. No oh, shit. shit. Really? really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Dang. Damn. Wow. Yeah. And that was at freshman. You guys are brimstone and hellfire. Oh, yeah. who, who the hell was snitching? And it also looks remember. at, you also got to realize it's like your surroundings, where you grew up are totally different compared to everyone else. Like if you grew up in the hood, it was totally different than the person that was raised. Yeah, I'm from around the way. Playboy was normal. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I was very sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the same friends from when I was in kindergarten. Mm. Like... I live a totally different life than most people. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. So think. I'm just kind of like, what? No way. I mean, every child is on a case by case basis, but I think at the initial thing, it, it would be no, and we'd have the conversation, and I'd explain to them why, and I'm like, well, if you're 18 and you want to wear a dress, then we'll revisit it then. But from now on, you're not wearing a dress. Now he comes back three months later, and you know he's got. I look at him, and he's got eyeliner on. I'm like, dude, okay, what's going on with the eyeliner? You know, what's going on? Are you into goth? Are you a Depeche Mode fan? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, if it's music related, okay, I'll be a little more lax on that. But if he's like really wanting, he starts stuffing his t-shirts, and I see my son walk around with tits, I'm going to address it a little bit. But but then I can see if it keeps progressing, then okay, maybe this is the route that the kid's going on. But just the initial, the initial, initially, no, I put a boundary. No, I, and, then yeah, I I see, and if I see the kid keep pressing against the boundary, and it's because his sexual orientation is becoming a question of that he's choosing something different in his life, then we'll deal with that. But I believe in setting a boundary. Begin, though? At what age, excuse me, does that boundary end? At what age that's does when the boundary kid, end? Yes. When that well, parent has I mean, to move stop out of my house. I, I'm when, not you even, have to, when you have to pay your own freaking no, bills. No, I'm not saying there's that. No I'm, not, I'm not saying that because there's... I grew there's up... There's no such things a kid paying I grew up in a generation... What I'm saying is like... You can do what you want when you start paying your own. Bills. Okay, and, and, I, and, and what Missy's talking about is, I grew up in that generation with those type of parents. Basically, you live here, you do what we say, and if you're going to want to make your own decisions and do things that we tell you not to do, then you're going to have to live on your own. Now, I that's wouldn't right. do that. That that that's that's the way that a lot of our old school parents thought. You know what I mean? When you're in our house, it's our rules. You know what I mean? You can't be My drag queen, Timmy. Highway, yeah. It's our way or the highway. And if you want to go out there and like you know stuff your bra, put on fake eyelashes, and dance at the nightclub, then you're going to do that on your own time at your own place. But you're not doing that here. I wouldn't go that far. And I wouldn't just say that it's a cut and dry 18 years old. Okay, now you want to dress in drag. You want to identify as a woman while you're 18. Now fucking do it. I think there would be a transition period over. It, it, it would be a transition period, but I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't facilitate it to make it. You just skipped around the whole question. At what age is the kid old enough to decide? Then. Well, I don't. I, I don't think you. you guys, I don't you, think you, you lay it on a number. No, I think it, I think it, I think it depends on how the situation has progressed, what the history is, what's going on. So basically, um, boys, it boils down to depends on the individual it de- kid. It, it depends on the individual kid yeah, and the individual yeah. parent. Same thing. But I'm just saying, I would set boundaries. Yeah. Well, and the reality there has to be boundaries. Yeah. And the reality is, when we were kids, it was like, okay, mom, can I do this? No. So you've already, you've now set the, you've set the tone. You asked mom if you could do something. Mom said no. You have to decide now if doing what you want to do is worth the consequence <laughs> that you are potentially going to have to pay to do what you were told you could Which do. Which is going to happen the rest of your well, life. Here's the thing. like Setting the stage. I was told no as a kid. 
and I knew not to ask because I knew the answer. How but, often did they tell but you I though, also, really though? But I also knew right? what was right from wrong <laughs> and I also knew like that if I I never wanted anything that bad if if they told me no. I'm like, no, all right, you, well they you said no. You knew what your parents taught you though. You know? And so then like like I had cousins growing up and they'd say like, okay, we're going to a party. We have to sneak out. And I'm like, what? You don't use the front door? But my parents trusted me to make the right choices, right? So I've never had like a curfew or anything, but I knew what a proper time for my age was to come home. You know what I mean? Like, so I never had those restrictions. I had friends that were, they were like, uh, you're, you're allowed to sleep, you're allowed to spend the night, but you have to be home before four. Like, what? What was spending the That's night? That's weird. <laughs> right. You know I mean? was like, dude, you know, like with me, it was more of like, it was my way, highway. That's it. No matter what. Till I was 18. Yeah. No, but I was me too. Like, I didn't, I didn't. No, you guys I were wasn't, fucking good kids, man. I wasn't I come fighting. from the era where we jumped out of See, fucking second-story windows. I wasn't and fighting my parents like to say like what midnight. I wanted to wear or not wear. <laughs> to like fucking go to 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 West Covina or something on a fucking bike. Yeah. Maybe go my, get shit faced with my friends and then make it back at four o'clock in the morning early enough to before my mom got up and got ready for fucking work to get to school and the next morning. Pretend to be asleep. Fuck <laughs> yes. Pretend to be asleep when you walked into your Walk door. out the front door. <laughs> fuck no. Hell no. Never. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> I did never sure Like yeah, I never never. rebelled with clothes. I never rebelled with anything because I was okay with wearing whatever they told me to wear, or I liked it. I was always testing mm. the boundaries. And I would ask, like, "Oh, I want these shoes." They're like, "All right." See, with me, it mm. was like I wasn't allowed to do nothing. There was nothing I was allowed to do. I, school was over. You had to be at home at 3 o'clock. It didn't matter that I had straight days. I was not allowed to go out. And then what happened? As soon as I turned 18, I was like, I'm out. Bye. Right. Because it was... Yeah, well, that's like it went nuts for like 10 years. Doing well, every that, fucking that was, drug under the sun. And that sounds to me like it was a little unbalanced. I mean, were, were your parents not home when you got home at three and they didn't get home till later in the day and that's why my they dad, wanted you at uh, home? My dad was always home at, by three o'clock. He would go in at four in the morning. He would leave. He would take his lunch at like seven in the morning to take us to school so we wouldn't have to walk. Yeah. And my mom would make us walk no matter what. Yeah. And then my dad <laughs> would be home by four o'clock. He really didn't care. He was more lean. In the microphone, Jeff. He, my dad was the more lenient one. My mom was the one that I got my ass kicked on a daily she yeah. cracked the whip and on ass, uh, huh? like don't get me wrong my dad beat my ass th- three times and i can count them i deserved yeah. him but it was like no matter what it was like m- my mom's rules were that's it until they got divorced and yeah a lot of stuff happened as soon as i turned 18 it was like okay I'm right done. but you did you still live at home uh i got kicked out multiple times so you can say Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of, 50, yeah. 50. Yeah, yeah well. I, t- I tested that boundary once when I was like 11. I was like, I'm fucking running away. I hate you. My mother didn't say two words to me. She packed a bag, <laughs> made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, put that shit by the door, and she said, there's your bag. I never... I made you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. If you leave, don't come back. <laughs> See, with me, I never understood the logic of running away from home. I'd rather get an ass whooping than uh, not have room and board. So right. I, never, I never told my mom I was running away again because she was the <laughs> fucking real deal. She packed that shit by the door and it was like, there you go. That's all you get. You mm. get one change of clothes and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Everything else is mine. If you leave, do and she Don't was like dead ass, like... Don't come back. I- but I think what 
parents these days, like kids don't fear their parents, and I'm not saying you should no, really fear them, but they don't respect. Yeah. No, you no, should but, fear your but, parents, but like they don't respect their parents. You should love your parents, but you should fear the fuck Dude, out of your parents. Dude, I am 35 but years old, there? and I'm still terrified when I but, get a call from my what, dad. But what is there? Yeah, like I'm 42, okay. and my mom scares the shit out of me. And my dad is like, she's like 4'11 because we were trained to fear our our parents. We were fucking spanked on the ass. It got physical. It hurt. And we learned that. We learned the fear of our parents. Like, what is there possibly now when, when, when Karen, you know, Billy's mom just wants to be his best friend and never can say a harsh word, can never set oh, a boundary. Yeah, that's There's nothing they to take be- you to jail now. Well, that's because well, kids go call CPS go now. My daughter, my daughter fucking told me one time, oh, you want to come after me and hit me? I will call the fucking cops. And I was like, excuse me? She's like, it's against the law for you to even look at me cross-eyed. <laughs> and then I would be like... Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I, I, I did that to my mom got... and she's all like, what? 911, <laughs> tell what the fuck I just did. Yeah, I, like, I did that once to to Nana. She hit me like a fucking sledgehammer. <laughs> She goes, okay, get up, you little bastard, and call now. They'll have a reason to take you by the time they get here. Yeah. Never said that shit again. <laughs> just, took, just took one shot. One well, shot. millennials, so, as mean as so my mom was before Joe, imagine her. Oh, hell no. Nah. My dad never laid a hand on me, but his tone of voice scared the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah. And okay. Really? You never got a whooping? Not for my dad, no. Oh, see, my dad, like I said, my dad only hit me three times and I deserved all three times. My last one was my all time favorite. I convinced my brother he was adopted. I printed out <laughs> fake adoption papers. I did a whole L.A. timesheet showing that I found him in a trash can. Oh, my shit. dad came home and he was like, <laughs> my brother was packing, saying he was going to go find his real parents. <laughs> my dad took him to the window and to the mirror and was shit. like, hey, look, you look just shit. like me. My dad whooped my ass and he's like, what are you going to say? You're just mad you didn't think about doing it first. I don't think I would have whooped my kid. I I think he would have got, he would have got, I would have gave him daps in the back room. Like, (laughs) I can't believe you fucking did that to your brother. That was some good shit right there. (laughs) Okay. Well, we we need to start wrapping this up, man. I got got an early morning tomorrow. Uh, But a study is out of Sheffield, United Kingdom shows just how helpless millennials are taking care of themselves. One quarter of millennials said they'd rather pay someone for maintenance projects than do the work themselves, meaning the average millennial spends $409.76 a year on household repairs that they won't do themselves. And also, one third said they wouldn't hire a handyman who has a cheap looking website. <laughs> Sounds about right. YouTube. Uh, <laughs> one horrifying thing in the study had a respondent reporting that he or she left a light bulb burned out for three weeks before mustering the courage to ask an adult how to change it. Stop it. A light bulb. 13% admitted their home improvement skills are poor. Now, one of the things we're talking about, like everything's flying off the shelves, water, toilet paper, paper <laughs> towels. The other thing that is flying off the shelves is Purell. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. But for those of you that are afraid of the coronavirus, if you want to make some up your at, yourself at home, you can do so by adding 60% rubbing alcohol with 40% aloe vera gel. So, Missy, you can make your own Perel. Perfect. I got both of those things at home. Mm, well, okay. All right, all right. Do you know the sad part about it is the people that you just talked about? Yeah, millennials. These are the motherfuckers that are going to be taking care of us someday. <laughs> they, they won't. They we're won't. In so much fucking they trouble. They won't. I don't think they... We're all dead. Nah. We're all dead. Well, we can't depend on our kids to do it. No. (laughs) They can't even take care of themselves. No. 
Which kid? Okay, if you had a choice, because I only have one, and I know she wouldn't take care of me. It, which kid's going to take care of you, Tom? McKenna. McKenna for would? For sure, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, th- I actually think, I actually think, they, I think they both would. You think so? I do. They're going to take care of you guys when you're old? Well, maybe mom. Maybe not me. They'd be like, get him the fuck out. <laughs> fuck him. But mm. definitely mom. They'd take care of mom all day. What about mm. you, Jake? Which one? I think My Jacob. kids? Jacob would. You think so? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, think 100% I, I think Jacob. I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty fucked. You might be walking situation. around with no pants on most of the time, but <laughs> I you'd think be taken care of. I think, I, think I think my son would lock me up in the back room of the garage or something, and he would like throw baloney at me and shit just to <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> uh, he would, I could see that He happening. would just fuck with me the whole time, especially if I had Alzheimer's and he'd move the furniture around, change the address <laughs> on the house. He'd just like, uh, he'd probably put Lojack no. on my ass, but he'd probably just watch. He'd probably be making YouTube videos of me doing dumb shit and just yeah, trying to I catch. I see that it. happening. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, former NFL safety Jack Brewer declared that President Trump is the first black president. What? I thought that was Bill Clinton. Well, right. Jack Brewer said it was Trump. He's the first black president. And this was during a roundtable discussion with black supporters on Thursday. Mr. Trump sat down in the White House cabinet room for a discussion with leaders from the black community, including Mr. Brewer, uh, Diamond and Silk and Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece, Alveda King, among others. They talked about a range of topics, but the one that particularly touched Mr. Brewer was Mr. Trump's accomplishments on prison reform. He, Mr. Brewer said, I've been a Democrat all my life, but I'm not a de- Democrat now. The former Vikings player turned ordained minister said, you've changed me. You've touched me and you made my work go to another level. You inspire me. And every time I go into the prisons I, and, and I ask my guys how many of them had their sentences reduced and they raised their hands. I know I'm doing God's work and I thank you for that. At the end of the discussion, Mr. Brewer stated that he had one more thing to say. And he said, I've got to say this because it's Black History Month. Man, you're the first black president. That's what he declared. <laughs> Steph, opinion? He just gave, he just gave, <laughs> he gave him the black card. They gave him the black card. Yeah, you know. Mm. He's the closest thing to a black president we've had. Uh-huh. Because he sure does some nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Bill I'm just Clinton. saying, uh, do some nigga shit, boy. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. We've been doing this show for way too long. Uh, shout out. Well, next week, we've got A.J. Nolan coming on the show. A.J. Nolan's been on the show before. He's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he's he, he was also on the episode that we titled Something with Lot Lizards or something like that. Oh, uh, A.J. Nolan. Story, right? Yeah, if you want to get prepped for A.J. Nolan before he comes on the show, definitely listen to that Lot Lizard episode. I forget exactly what it was called because he did have a rather dramatic story about how he hooked up with a girl at a truck stop in Ontario. <laughs> and uh, we have lots of questions about that still, I think, today. But uh, he's going to be on the show next week, and we're going to have a, a good week, Tom. We're going to get out of here, and we're going to, you know, any, anybody else got anything else that they need to say, they need to wrap up, or, you know, anything? Anything? No. Nothing? Just that all men and women are created equal. Next week, don't we have Hobbit Because you know the thing mm. said. No. Because the thing I'm, said. Because, yeah, he's pulling the Biden. He's pulling the Biden. Hold on. There, there it is. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen to that all day. Oh, what I want that to be my text message. Do we have Do we have the polling results of what's going on? Is it still too early? I mean, most of the polls closed. We were on the West Coast and, they, and they closed eight, at eight right? o'clock. Let's see what Let's see what we got. I can't like, did bad. Bernie me even make a dent? He sounds just like me. That's how I feel like I sound. It's tight in Texas right now. Let's see. 
Let's see who's got what. I sound just like him when I'm at home and I'm trying to say some shit. And I'm like, you know what the fuck. When I looked earlier, it looked yeah. like Biden was winning most. Before we started. Oh, Bernie's, Bernie, it's like neck and neck in Texas right now. Oh, yeah. 28.6 apiece for Bernie and uh, Biden in Texas. I think wow. Maine, Maine was tight. Well, Elizabeth Warren lost Massachusetts. She lost her home state. She lost her home state. Well, that tells you a lot. I'll tell you what, this is Jake from Radio Underland with Tom, Missy, and Steph, and we've had a good time, and we will see you guys next week. You guys have a good, good one. Night. We're out. Back to back, just like one with like an hour gap, and then another one. Yeah.